0: Welcome to Brookstone School's Be The One podcast, where we will share highlights, insights, stories and celebrations, and all the things that make Brookstone School the special place that it is. You'll get to hear from teachers and students and coaches throughout the year, as we focus on all the things that set Brookstone apart. And one of those things that most definitely sets Brookstone apart from other schools is our college counseling. For those of you with seniors, you know that this is crunch time as college application season is fully underway. So today we're talking to Francis Berry and Jeremy Mack from Brookstone's College Counseling Office to hear all about the services they offer our students and families. So without further ado, let's get to Francis and Jeremy. I'm so excited to be here this morning with Jeremy Mack and Francis Berry from our college counseling department. Um, thank you guys for being here with me this morning. So we are in the prime time of college counseling for you guys this fall. But um, but I just want to hear more from you. What does our college counseling process look like for our students here at Brookston?
1: Well, we start right as uh, with the freshmen and we'll be meeting with them a little bit later. We'll let the freshmen kind of get in to their classes and kind of get adjusted, but we'll be meeting with them and talking with them about the importance of grades and the importance of extracurricular activities. Then we, as sophomores, we start meeting with them and put them on our college software, which is Naviance. We are very fortunate that Brookstone um, provides us with great college softwares, software and the students um, get on as sophomores and begin doing research through Naviance. They'll start their resume on their software so that by the time that they're working on their college resume, they'll have all of their activities in Naviance. Then as juniors, we meet with parents and juniors in in the fall of their junior year. And then we start one-on-one meetings in January, each junior and parent to talk about college choices. We have a resume workshop. We have a college essay workshop and the juniors were so lucky. The juniors will start meeting with an essay writing coach and they will have a college essay ready to go when they lead their junior year. And then of course the seniors, we see them all the time. We are meeting. We've already met with every single senior. It's just the beginning of September. and We've already met and we're started the process. So we'll be meeting with parents and the juniors seniors and all seniors have started the application process and they'll all be completed by about december
0: it's a busy time
1: it's it's busy but the the students are really well prepared we started way back in january preparing them for the application process
0: how many how many on average applications are seniors submitting
1: about six We recommend that a student apply to a school that he knows about two schools that he knows he will get in and know that they will attend Two kind of middle of the road, like you're not quite sure. And then two, that might be a stretch. Of course, I've seen students apply to 19 schools, and I've seen—we don't encourage it—but I've seen a student apply to only one school. We always like a backup, but um, about six is the average.
0: So, how personalized or individualized is this process here on campus?
1: It's as as individualized as the student wants it. We see—we're seeing every single senior right now. We have an open door policy; the students can come in at any given time, or they can set up an appointment with us so that's what our days are pretty much filled with right now is um the students coming in with their common app and we're going over those and looking at their activities and look at their essays but we will meet with every single senior probably oh gosh two to three four to five times before their applications go in because we want to make sure that they're ready to go
2: I think the individualization process really starts in the junior year with those one-on-one yes. meetings with the students and their parents um, so at that point we know kind of exactly what they're thinking what the parents are thinking um, so we we really get to know the students and we know what they're thinking about and we're able to help them very much on that one-on-one basis
0: so do you help keep track of deadlines or is that something that's uh really on the student to make sure how, how much hand-holding is there if you will for lack of a better term um how much do you make sure you don't want to miss this this is when this is due
1: well, there's a little bit of both of that. We, By the time we've met with them as juniors, we can kind of start picking up on the students who might need a little help to help us remind them. The great thing about Naviance is that it has a great um, deadline page on it that really, you cannot miss a deadline if you are, are going, getting on your college software. But we remind them all the time about their deadlines. Missing a deadline really an issue for our students because college is top priority at this point for seniors. So we
0: don't really have an issue with deadlines. Okay, so how many representatives do we have visiting us here on campus um, every year?
2: So really COVID I think changed that a little bit and made it really difficult for colleges to travel. Um, So last year we had about 25 schools come and visit, but in the past we've had, you know, really double that. Um, So, hopefully, as things loosen up a little bit more, we'll start to see those numbers come back. Um, We've already had a good number of schools come to visit, and we have more that are coming later this semester.
0: So, what other ways um, are our students exposed to different colleges?
2: We really try to encourage students to visit. Um, You know, they get excused absences to go on those college tours. And we actually last year took some students on a couple of tours as well, going to Mercer and Georgia College. But then we also offer the college tour, which is a week long trip in the summer. Um, we pick out a region of the country and take a group of students. So it's a great opportunity to see all different kinds of schools in, in different locations.
1: And really, um, it, if let's say if a sophomore went, by the time he was a senior, he could see over 33 different colleges and universities over a whole southeastern region so it's really a great opportunity for our
2: students i think it's great to be able to see things that you like and things that you don't like Mm -hmm. um, just to kind of narrow down that list because there are so many schools in the country and around the world so you know the more you can get out there the, the better idea you'll have
0: are you able to maintain any relationship with some of our young alumni who are at these different schools?
1: Oh, absolutely, absolutely. If there's an alumni there, we see them. They'll come and talk with the students, they will have lunch with them or dinner with them, whatever works. Um, I've even had um, some students, we were in Oxford, Mississippi, we were on the double-decker bus and they were the tour guides on the double-decker bus, which was fun, but oh, absolutely. We always see our alumni at any given school.
0: Okay, so I already asked you about how many schools our students apply to, but what what in your opinion um, are some of the most competitive programs right now?
2: So of course the Ivy Leagues are still very much competitive, uh, but also some of the schools that we see students applying to that are in- continuing to be increasingly competitive are Vanderbilt, MIT, Georgia Tech, and, and UGA.
0: What percentage of our students choose to go to local or regional colleges or universities versus spread their wings beyond the southeast
2: so out of the last two classes about 50 percent of each stayed within state Um, about 80 percent stay in the southeast and 20 percent have gone outside the southeast we see applications all across the country though um, even internationally so
1: and hope drives that a lot of course drives our in state but I was really excited about our numbers last year we had over 41 different schools represented our students went to 41 different schools, that's amazing. and that's amazing in a, in a uh, class of 80. Mm-hmm. Wow.
0: So it was really,
1: really up last year. That class mm-hmm. was really stepping out and trying new things and new places and not everybody following the, the other person. So that was a good
0: sign for us. That's great. So if you had to give a piece of advice to a student or, or a parent in each grade, what, what would that look like?
2: So you know, starting with freshman year, I think it all starts with academics. Um, you know, so you really wanna get off to a good start, keep your grades up freshman year. Um, that's gonna be a third of the transcript that you apply to college with. Just getting off to a good start academically. Uh, sophomore year, really focusing on getting involved, uh, You know, really picking out some things that, that they can go and have some leadership opportunities in as well. Um, I think one of the great things about Brookstone that we do really well is providing our students with those opportunities for leadership. You know within
1: yes and it's never too early to to visit uh get on the campuses and start seeing the things that you like large small public private big city little city i just tell them all the time if you're in a city with a college just walk through it with your family and um you don't have to go in in anywhere just walk on the campus and see what kind of feel you're getting so you'll know some criteria when we sit down with you as a junior you'll know some criteria to um, put on your list and what it is that you like about a college
0: if parents were to ask about um, rigor, AP courses, honor courses, uh, just what is your advice as students are choosing their schedules?
2: Rigor is definitely important. Uh, It's something that colleges will look at. They wanna see students challenge themselves, but at the same time, you know, it's really important that students are successful in the classroom. Um, So I I really think that it's important to challenge yourself in, in areas that you're really interested in you know and not just taking rigor classes for the sake of having rigor classes I think it's something that should should motivate you you should be excited to go to that class and to do that assignment Um, so that that would be my take on on rigor you know very important but there's still a balance there
1: yeah find a subject you really like and jump in take it Mm -hmm. to the highest level you can it doesn't have to be in every subject there are very few students that can do APs in every single subject so find a subject matter and go with that one to mm-hmm. the highest. And along those lines, as far as extracurricular, is it is it better a hundred different activities? You spent two hours here and one hour here. Find something that you really love and especially with service. Find some find something in the community that you enjoy doing and then go out into the community and help with that. I think about our athletes who love soccer, you know, go to Boys, Girls Inc., do a soccer camp. Um, just don't choose an don't choose a service just to do it, but take your passion and let them let the community see that you enjoy doing
0: it with others. Well, tell me this. Um, so when you sure. say we have an essay coach, what yes. what does that actually look like? Well, the Common App the Common App
1: application has an essay, a 650 word essay that all students and all schools require. So um, we bring in a coach that will work with them as juniors, and they write, there are seven prompts on the Common App, and they write on one of those. And she starts meeting with them, they brainstorm first, first, we do a little um, essay writing workshop, and just talk about the importance and how colleges are going to look at the essay. And then she starts meeting with them and they brainstorm and they start their um, application, I mean, their essays. And by the time they are finished in the junior, they have a pretty good rough draft of their common application essay. And this is as juniors, as, as juniors mm-hmm. before they leave home. We also do a resume writing workshop and they begin their resume. So before they go home as juniors, they also have a resume. So they are pretty well set to start their applications when they come back as seniors. And then our essay writing coach comes back in the um, fall. and works with them also some of them want to change their essay some of them want to just tweak it some of them just need to clean it up a little bit and it's ready to go um for the application on our probably our first deadline which is about october 15th that's awesome so we are so fortunate to have that i I think I, i we were telling the georgia rep the other day he couldn't believe that you know we had a typically in this first round is not that important but they are starting their zero in on essays georgia will say that the number one factor of a good student of a successful student at georgia is their writing skills wow. and our students leave here with excellent writing skills so we're, we're really fortunate to have that 25 students have your same gpa and same test score What may, what's going to make you different and they it's going to be the essay mm-hmm. and that's how they're going to um and we hope that the reps read an essay and they holler to their colleagues and say, you've got to read this essay from this mm-hmm. student at Brookstone, it's awesome. Mm-hmm. So that's our goal is their essays to be
0: as... All right, so we mentioned test scores. So talk to me a little bit about testing, testing timelines, different types of tests. Share with me all your wisdom on testing. <laughs>
2: <laughs> so, so really, you know, we start testing in eighth grade here Um, with the PSAT 8-9, which is essentially the SAT, but with material that ninth graders should know. Um, It allows students to start to see what the, the way that the questions are formulated on this college placement test. We continue that, they take it in the eighth and ninth grade, and then 10th and 11th grade, they take the PSAT. Um, For 11th graders, that's an extremely important test because it's used to determine national merit scholars. Uh, So that's really where their focus should be as juniors. Um, And then in the spring of junior year, that's really the time to jump in and start taking the SAT and ACT. We actually offer both of those here on campus to our students um, during a school day. So, you know, they don't have to give up their Saturday mornings like I did when I was a student. Uh, But then, you know, over the summer, there's more opportunities to test. We typically see scores go up because at that point, students have already taken the test. They know which one they've done better on, which one they're more comfortable with. And they've had time to really get involved with some test prep. Uh, they've also completed the coursework needed to be successful on the test. Uh, so that's that summer is really a great time for that retest to really kind of increase that score. And then even in senior year in the fall, we have another school day testing opportunity, and students can also register for one of the national tests.
0: So it's not too late to test mm-hmm. your senior year, first semester of your senior year. No, uh, colleges
2: will accept those scores. They can still be used for scholarships. Um, it, it, obviously, it depends on the school as far as how deep into the fall, they'll allow those scores to be used. Uh, But you can absolutely test as a senior and still have those scores considered.
0: Um, So tell me about scholarships. How do you guys um, help students who are interested in applying for different scholarships? Well, every school is different on scholarships.
1: Some schools, when you apply for admission, you're automatically put into the pool for their scholarships. Other schools have scholarships that have an, an additional scholarship application you know it's just so important that a student knows those deadlines and and how a school handles it we also receive some personally within our offices and we we shoot that out to all of the seniors so that everybody has the same opportunity for scholarships but schools our reps when they come are very careful to go over their scholarships they know that students are looking for scholarships so that's another great opportunity for our kids is to go and Hear the reps and learn about the scholarship opportunities that are at each school. Do we offer? Do we offer in-house test prep here? Well, we have a great online test prep uh, that the students can get on and
0: do them do their own prep. Both. What about schools now that are test optional? How does that impact the admissions? So process? that
2: really depends on the school. Uh, I think. M- nine times out of 10, you're still probably going to be better off to apply with test scores. Um, even if a school is test optional, it really depends on the school and, and what their test optional process looks like. Mm-hmm. Uh, but especially when it comes to scholarships, typically the bigger scholarships are going to go to students with with test scores. Mm-hmm. But it is a great opportunity that's being offered for students who maybe don't test as well uh, to still get into their their dream school.
1: One last thing I want to mm-hmm. say is that we, we are so fortunate here at Brookstone that the school believes strong enough to have two college counselors. Um, We have a guidance counselor that handles all of that, but there are two of us, our doors are open, we're ready to help the kids. And it's for every student. And it's for every student, it's Mm -hmm. for everybody. That's right, it doesn't matter where you're applying. I just feel like our students are very fortunate. Um, I know that some schools don't even have a college counselor. I I hope our students will see the advantage and use us. We tell them all the time. Y'all come in where our doors are open. We will sit down with you and and answer questions. And we don't want y'all to be sitting down the rotunda wondering what's the answer or mom or dad saying, oh, gosh, Uh, I don't know. We don't know about this. And if we don't know the answer, we will certainly do our homework and find the, find out the answer. Well, I
0: know y'all do an incredible job and are so incredibly busy right now. It's busy. <laughs> Absolutely. It's busy. I will just thank you again for what you did for my own children who are now alumni. And I think it's just one of the greatest things about Brookstone, the services that you offer and and how just what advocates you are on behalf of our students. So, so thank you thank for that. Thank you. All right, and thank y'all for being here. So ladies and gentlemen, there you have it. I hope this interview gave you insight into all that Brookstone offers every single student and their families as they go through the college application process. Having had three children graduate from Brookstone already, I can personally attest to the tremendous help they are throughout the process from beginning to end. I'm very grateful for their wisdom, guidance, and expertise. And if you have any other questions we might not have addressed in this podcast, please feel free to reach out and ask. We would love to hear from you. Again, thank you for listening today and we hope you'll tune in next time. I'm Avery Wolf, and we want to remind all of our Brookstone Cougars to be the one.